You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm not Zach. And welcome to a special edition of Those Dram Ginzers where we drink days 6 through 10 of the 2023 Pittsburgh Whiskey Advent Calendar. For everything Those Dreamyansers, be sure to visit thosedreamyansers.com. You can find our social media links, our Patreon page, the order form for our hats, and the link to Zach's favorite website, which is, as everyone should know at this point, dramit.threadless.com. You can find all other merch that we offer. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, want us to do an ad for your product, or would like us to review your product, send us a DM or an email. One way you can help out the show and get something for yourself is Frostbuddy. It's the best all-in-one koozie you can have. Their universal buddy can fit four different types of bottles and cans and can even turn into a drink container with the additional lid. You know, for those mixed drinks that we all know we all want to make. Use the link in our bio to check it out for yourselves. And if you buy something through our link, Frostbuddy will send us part of the sale. Great way to support the show and get something for yourself in return. My amazing wife is having her NICU onesie drive again. She had so many donated last year for children's NICU, she actually added extra links so you can choose different UPMC NICUs across the state to send onesies to. It's all through Amazon Wishlist, so super easy to buy and send some new onesies uh, to you to a NICU that you are you know close with. Check out the link in our bio again to find the post to know how to donate today. All right, as you heard, it's not Zach today. <laughs> uh, our good buddy Brian Paul from uh, the Boggers. <laughs> Boggers, Boggers, what am I just blanking? Boggers United. There you go. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it's been a week. Uh, <laughs> uh, is joining us here. Brian actually won a raffle in 2022. <laughs> 18 months ago. But who's counting? <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> This, um, uh, I don't, I do not believe this appearance counts. Towards no, I mean, you're obviously going to be back. I mean, technically, your appearance at the seventh anniversary show didn't count either. So, you know. that's, a, that's a fair point. I forgot all but, about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Brian actually won, uh, well, you got a, a shirt and a hat, which they yep. definitely got those, and then a, a spot on the show, which uh, Zach and I are horrid. You all know this horrid with planning and keeping things on schedule. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I've been really bad about getting Brian on here, but he's here now. So and he will be back because I need someone to teach me about Pete. That's right. Because <laughs> I think I know things, and then I and I hang out with you, and you talk about other stuff, and I was like, I have no idea what he just said, but I'm gonna shake my head and not like you know grin and shake my. Head. <laughs> But anyway, but thanks for coming. No, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, going full on Omnipore, I would assume, tonight, based on the first week. So <sighs> Yeah, for sure. But, It'll be uh, an interesting journey for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and Aaron assured me, not to give anything away, but uh, Aaron assured me that whether you helped, it, whether when you and I actually sure. recorded this, whatever set it was, he assured me that the first three sets, you would be happy with at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, made, made, you know, even if I had to, like, maneuver things, be like, no, Brian, he has to have one of the first three, you know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, no. Uh, glad to hear it. Glad it worked out. Uh, you know, I am an Omnipore guy. You know, my entire uh, repertoire and collection is not Pete. Um, every once in a while, I'll, I'll even open up bourbon, you know. Um, <laughs> so, Can you explain Omnipore? Uh, so Omnipore is a uh, PWF-specific term that Aaron coined. Uh, basically like an omnivore, uh, an omnipore enjoys everything. Mm. Um, so I specialize and recognize the superior spirit that is peated whiskey, <laughs> but I will partake and drink bourbon, rye, mm-hmm. uh, Irish. Don't really drink mm. ASMs too much. Mm. <laughs> batting, I'm batting like zero 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 three really <laughs> yeah yeah one to date one to date that's yeah. actually wowed me enough to buy a bottle interesting so which one was that it was a uh boulder spirits by uh who is that independent bottler uh lost lantern mm. oh okay yeah, yeah so yeah, lost right. lantern had a single barrel mm-hmm. it's a hazmat mm-hmm. and i thought it was all gimmick i got it as a gift for one of the bogger admins bam who's a mm-hmm. huge asm yeah. guy and then uh, I sampled his, and I was like, "Son of a biscuit, I need to get <laughs> I gotta me go one buy of another one." That's it, and I, and I like it's it's in like the do not open category oh, right nice. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that good of a bottle. And when somebody's in my future, when somebody's whining and crying how ASMs aren't actually palatable, I'll be able to open it up mm-hmm. and we can try it mm-hmm. together. <laughs> I've, I've been getting a little bit more into them. I think just because they're starting to show up more. Yeah, I would say they're starting to mature. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. I, um, I think a lot of the ASMs that first hit the market were a lot of Texas whiskeys, right? Well, yeah. You know, aged very quickly, whether we like it or not, just mm-hmm. with the climate down there. Oh, yeah. So they a bunch of Balconis. Exactly. Yeah. So I was seeing a bunch of Balconis. Um, uh, who's some of the others? I can't even remember off the top of my head. Uh, obviously, got the Westwards and Westlands. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Pacific Northwest whiskeys. They just always tasted immature, little green for me. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the Texas, but the Texas brought the extra heat and funk with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now it's starting to mature into a category. So, yeah, yeah, and I know they're working on mm-hmm. getting that as an official category. I know that. Yeah, I thought I wasn't sure if it actually happened yet or not. I don't keep I tabs on Josh. ASMs. <laughs> Josh is our like resident like expert, whatever. Yeah. He keeps up with he, way more than I can keep up with all of that. But uh, uh, Josh, comment on this and let me know <laughs> what's up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I just I think it's 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 more recent, right? So you're right. It's it's finally matured. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had um, oh god, it was years ago. The first ASM I had was a um, Stratahans. Str- oh yeah, Stratahans. Yeah, Stratahans. They were one of the. I think first that ASMs. was it. Was either them or. God, I don't remember. This was so long ago. Yeah. It was at a, an event, and um, I want to say it was them. It might have been one other place, but I had never heard of it, like that, sure. that you know, category yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting. It's popping up more now, and um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. And I'm sure, like, just with anything, like, as these age more, as more places are, you know, mm-hmm. Eventually, the market gets so saturated, you're going to find some good stuff, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so. For sure. So, uh, on that note, <laughs> let's go with number six. So, the first thing that I always look for in a whiskey mm-hmm. is its legs. 
I'm a. I don't do that enough. I, I know I should, and, and then sometimes like, oh wait, let me look at this. But yeah. I, yeah, mouthfeel is is so important to me, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's I what leads me down uh, traditional, you know, Scottish single malt route. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a proof for, but you tend to see this thick, oily whiskeys uh, mm-hmm. and viscosity with a lot of single malts. Um, so this one has nice legs. Uh, they don't cling to the glass too much, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on the nose, just getting a real nice cereal, you know. Um, this could walk down the path of a single malt. Mm-hmm. I get like a weird, like a white grape. I, I used this one. I used this, this note last time. <coughs> Sparkling white grape juice, you know, like the little like non-alcoholic. Like that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the kind of like white, like fruit. Almost like there's a little bit of a tickle mm-hmm, in the effervescence. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. In this case, I think it's just acetone, but <laughs> but you're still getting that same mm-hmm. that same uh, effect. No, I would agree. <coughs> I was gonna say even like a super super very light citrus, <laughs> but that's something I try to always right. look for in whiskey. It's one of my favorite notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you. It's leaning way heavier into that uh, orchard that. Mm-hmm. So I do get you said could lean single malt. I definitely get a little like a maltiness in there somewhere. Um, yeah, and it's a cereal grain. It's not corn, right? Yes. You know, it's not rye. It doesn't have mm-hmm. that spice. It's nice. It's light. Mm-hmm. Um, not a horrid nose to start off with. No, <laughs> I keep getting maybe the slightest hint of something floral. You know what I mean? Like at the very end mm-hmm. of the nose, at the very end of your breath. So it's it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. definitely walking down the scotch route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the coloring on it is, I mean, I can see the back of yours. Mine all have the labels in front. Sure. But like, and like it's it's actually an interesting, it just goes light to dark, <laughs> you know. Um, so, <laughs> you know, if you want to go that typical... Yeah. Characteristic, you yeah. know what I mean. Lighter color tends mm-hmm. to be scotch. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, it almost looks darker in the glass, in the glen. So, no, oh, probably. I, I, I got about yeah, a little bit. My pour is slightly heavier than yours. I got well, a little yeah. uh, carried hand. <laughs> but, it's all good. That's why I'm glad, Aaron. You know, I thank him every show, but like they give us two boxes. Uh, yeah. So that we can because we really used to do it with one, and it was just it got so especially if we had. <laughs> people on as well it just got real hard but yeah absolutely but yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. that finish lingers yeah it does i get that same i, li- I like how you put it the cereal grain yeah this no, is very grain middle. forward mm-hmm. i'm getting no none of that acetone on the that i got on the nose on the palate yeah Cereal grain, almost leaning into like a hay grassiness, mm-hmm. you know, not like uh, not like fresh cut grass, which is something I get on a lot of Texas whiskeys, you know Ooh, what I mean? But mm-hmm. actually like a mature, and it's not sweet enough to be like a fresh cut hay either. It's like just a tall grass walking through the meadow type of situation. Yeah. Do you think that that grainy note, cereal note, uh... Do you think that could uh, be a result of kind of like something that's like younger in age? Hmm. 
Or no, because to, you're not really getting a lot of like tannins and shit like that on it. No, so I'll, for me, I get a lot of tannins and a lot of barrel influence, obviously, the longer it sits in a barrel. Mm, true, right? true, true. So I, especially with my whiskey of choice, you know, Octomore, mm-hmm. I am the Octo whore. <laughs> um, I tend to get not a lot of maltiness. It leans. Now, Brooklotti in general, especially from the Jim McEwen day, leads mm-hmm. really heavy into the citrus, mm-hmm. uh, the guava, and all that great, you know, of course, smoke. Octomore well, is yeah. the heaviest peated whiskey in the world. Um, unless you ask Jim Wagan, he says it's Ardenbeg, but he'd be wrong. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, with something like this, I would probably lean into it more or less being a blend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because there could be something old in there bringing a little bit of that tanniness. But um, for the most part, yeah, I mean, this is kind of just like this almost tastes like a Highland blend or something like that. It is uh, super grain forward Mm -hmm. from a multi perspective on the palate as well as the nose. It's relatively simple. Um, I would agree with that. I don't I mean, I'm not getting any like. Super smoky, like you would expect, like peaty, you know. Yeah, it's, but it's not like briny, no. like some other regions. I, yeah. I, I like your Highland. Yeah, it's a Highland uh, space ID. Mm-hmm. It's not your Campbelltown funk. No, I definitely think we're dealing with uh, a Scotch here, uh, but I do believe it's a blended Scotch. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, there's, there's. A slight, like, scotch feel to that, yeah. which makes me agree with you with the Highland aspect. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. See, the, see, this is my issue that I take okay. with, <laughs> with, with light whiskeys. And when I say light whiskeys, I mean low proof. And I'm not a proof right. for. I'm not Bobby Long sitting across from me. <laughs> but... I tend to lean more towards proof to the point where, like, I won't buy something that is proof down unless it has a substantial reputation behind it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I drink something like this that I have no idea what it is, it, there's not enough jumping out at me to make this concerted decision. Like, I yeah. cannot tell you, yes, this is leaning a little peaty, but is it leaning peaty because maybe it was finished in a peat cask? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is this a used Lefroig barrel? Mm-hmm. Um is there, I mean, shoot. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Yeah. So blended. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so blended whiskeys, especially if it's a blended scotch, they could be sourcing from 30 different distilleries. So, yeah. you know, if they're blending a thousand barrels, there might be one peat barrel in there and that could That's really enough. present itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, there could be a touch of peatiness in this. I, I um, definitely don't think uh, it's high proof. Yeah. Um, and I is, get what you're saying with, cause I'm the same way. I mean, a lot of my bar, as you can see, mm-hmm. right, I fill it with, other than weird shit for the show, <laughs> um, I fill it with a lot of interesting whiskeys mm-hmm. or intro whiskeys yeah. into different, you categories. know, categories, right? Because when people come over, I don't have, you know, a lot of our, like our other, like our other friends, like, you know, they're not huge into whiskey, but they know when they come here, yeah. they can pretty much taste a lot of different shit. Absolutely. And so I like having that, but then for me... Right. For like what I want. Like when I come down here and grab something like I I'm with you. It's not a proof thing. It's a mouthfeel. Yeah. It's a I want to thoroughly enjoy this Mm -hmm. front to back. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you just you can get that with lower Mm -hmm. proof ones. But like 
Yeah. Not like, like you can when it's, you well, know. This is a decent example of that. Like, this finish mm-hmm. really does linger. Um, it, it, it definitely clings to your palate, but not with a viscosity type of way. There is just a strong, I don't want to call it pepper because it's not quite pepper. I said white pepper. That would make sense. Yeah. That's, there you go. So yeah, so it's, it's a very mild light pepper. It's certainly not a chili. It's definitely not fresh ground cracked black pepper, No, but it just, it just clings onto your palate and that's what's sticking around. Mm-hmm. So, um, if this is a blended scotch, I really hope it's. It's like a compass box product. Yeah. That, that way we can actually yeah. know what the what the blend yeah. is. Um, but if proof wise, it's so Scotch is famous for what they call export proof, mm-hmm. which I want to say is like forty six percent. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But they don't really ship things out of the country at like forty because a lot of people in the United States, I think, have a palate more towards the heavy uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I think like forty six percent is what they consider. Export proof. Gotcha. So I would not be surprised if this is, you know, a, a 92 proof whiskey. I wrote so, down 90. That That's yeah. usually my, when it's something like that yep. light. Yeah. Right. At 90 is yeah. usually my. But I, I also really wouldn't be surprised, under, yeah, if this was 80 proof. You know I wouldn't, I, mean? I don't typically go under 90 too much unless I'm really like. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing. There's there. nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's your palate bias. Yeah, just yeah. talking there. So. But, uh, exactly. But, uh, okay, so. Just as a reminder, because again, we—I think we talked about this at the seventh anniversary show, but you were on the show before COVID. Correct, Cookie Table the, Number One, the Cookie Table, the yeah, short-lived. How many of those did you guys end up doing? Oh, Three, God, <laughs> um, like four. Really? There's there's, there's a, a lost a... episode out there uh. that I was late to, and Aaron <laughs> recorded the Zoom, and then I connected everything and recorded, and I was like, I don't care, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. So there's a lost episode. So I want to say we got like four of them done. Because I think we did one in person. That was the only one in person. And then the other ones, everything yeah. Was, everything virtual. was all virtual. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did not have the knowledge that I do now about how to do like a full table, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, record kind of thing. But, uh, oh, that's funny. But yeah. Um, okay. So you, you want to, you're going 92? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> I, I record it just to see, like, how do we do when we look it up, you know, in the next, in the reveal show? Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, as a reminder, the the ratings, pass, downtown, uh, throw it out. So, by bar, pass, basically. Oh. I do not have a lot of blended scotch. I have some compass boxes. So, mm-hmm. if it is a compass box, it would be more than welcome on my mm-hmm. shelf. Um, just because I think it's leaning more towards a little bit of a generic, I'd do the pass. I'd, I'd, I'd throw it out. Okay. Um, and I think if I was in a bar situation, if I was downtown, it would not appeal to me on right. the menu, right? Right. I would go to an Isla single ball. So. Well, yeah. For, especially for you. Like, if you're going to a bar that has any sort of scotch that yeah. isn't that isn't <laughs> Walker, <laughs> that, uh, you know, you're yep. probably going to go for... If, if they don't have something... Like hey, if it's you know what I mean like yeah. I, I, yeah. they got Lafroy Ted on the shelf it's good enough you know <laughs> not certainly not my favorite no. but uh, it works in a pinch yeah. and it and it has so mm-hmm. all right cool awesome who buddy seven now we're <laughs> now, now we're talking <laughs> this is the we're lightest of the right bunch. into this this is the lightest of the bunch man right on the nose this, this is this second fucking, time it happened the, to me the, the nipple the nipple keeps that's it stuck the on little these. teat yeah man. We're in Isla right now, man. Without a doubt. Just, Without a doubt. Just, just instead of writing it, Isla. That's yeah, what I mean. yeah. This is this is an Isla. Oh God, I can smell it already. Yeah. 
Thank God Zach isn't here. I was supposed <laughs> to do this one with him earlier this week, and he had to cancel. But uh, well, good. <laughs> Man, uh, for people who say they don't oh. like Pete, like how can you not just dig into that? That's all... just like a. There's a like a sweetness to it as well. It's just yeah. Know. There's like that savory barbecue sweetness you hear so yes. much about, but there's also. A, one thing I really get in a lot of younger, heavily peated whiskeys is this underlying chocolate note. Okay. So there is just a tiny bit of that on the nose. Although, hold on. If this is an ard bag, <laughs> that may not be chocolate. This may be more of a wet soil, mm-hmm. really rich earth. I can see those notes for sure. Yeah, the more I'm, the more I'm nosing this, it's got... Decent legs. Yeah, I re- again, I don't get it either because I thoroughly enjoy. It. I mean, you know, like I said, when Alex came on the show and brought all kind of like <laughs> fucking Pete Monster and all that shit. Like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I was like, yeah, give me more. And Zach's over there, like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> Pete Monster, <laughs> it's a monster, all right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, what's funny is I, I'd say it to everybody. I was like, you know, when I started this show. If you'd have told me in five years I'm going to love fucking peated whiskey, I'd have said, you're nuts. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like, it's such a journey. Like I, Oh, for sure. My, and I've told this experience before mm-hmm. for the OG listeners. My first experience with Pete was lag 16, and I just chucked it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I had no wantingness to drink Pete ever again. I was like, ugh, this tastes mm-hmm. like somebody rinsed out an ashtray mm-hmm. with good whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't touch it for years. And then we were at something for Bobby Long's birthday at the Leaf and Bean when an entire PWF share could fit in the Leaf and Bean on a Saturday. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. There's all, like all seven of us. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, I know Berto was there with Alex, obviously Bobby, and uh, Aaron was there. So I just gotten into my Scotch journey now. Mm-hmm. I had Open fourteen uh, on my honeymoon with my ex. And I was like, this is great. You know what I mean? It was like this salinity, but it wasn't like over salinity. It's I like that saline. I like that saltiness now, (laughs) you know, but like back in the day when I would drink Talisker, I thought I was drinking Visine. Mm -hmm. So again, another discussion and like, so I was just tiptoeing into this. Wow. There's a whole different world out there. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up uh, that night had, and these are all hammers, you know, Ardbeg Dark Cove, Lafroy 25, uh, and Octomore, I can't remember which Octomore at yeah. the time. I want to say it was a 10 series. But, uh, and that would have been four years ago now. And then I've never looked back since. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was cool rolling in with my single cask nation, Port Dundas 42 year. You know, a 42 year old scotch. Yeah. It was a single grain, you know, it was a grain. It wasn't a malt. It wasn't super expensive. I'm like, yeah. And then like these hammers come out. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch, I like Pete. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, this show definitely is the reason why I have, I mean, you know, the, the famous calendar story is number mm-hmm. 22 got, you know, was our big 10 yep. <laughs> and that set Zach off, um, <clears throat> severely. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my one buddy, um, he, uh, he messaged me the other day and he was like, Hey, like the guy I work with, like, you know, he's, he runs like the program and he's in it, he's in it, and he said, uh, He's like, oh, he's big. He's a Scotch guy. I was like, okay, like, do you know? Give me a label. Like, look up labels and send me labels. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, I, I 
want to get him some stuff. He goes, what are some good ones? He goes, I bought him a lag 16. I was like, all right, cool. And yeah. uh, I was like, I let it go. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, well, I said, you know, I said, blah, blah, blah. And he's up in Erie. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, you might have a little bit more luck of getting shit because you can pop into New York or you can pop into Ohio. I said, so I'll give you some other ones that I, I know we can't get here sure. or really fucking hard to get here. Yeah. But you can pop in either, you know, any of the three states and, and, and search. Um, so I gave him a couple other... Um, recommendations and um and i was like and i was like and to be honest i'd have picked the eight over to 16 and like <laughs> like it's not that great he's like oh shit now you tell me <laughs> it's like well you bought it first what do you yeah. <laughs> you know but uh but yeah and i was like what's your budget he's like oh I really, I, there's no budget i was like okay you don't you don't know yeah this was before <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember when scotch was the expensive thing now, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now people I remember, are paying hundred dollars for Eagle Rare. I remember. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, I remember when I first started into whiskey. My big one was Crown Apple. I was the flavor intro. That's where my right. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember I thought it was like hot shit, or like because I was buying like a twenty five dollar be- a bottle. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> I used to buy Blanton's in Walmart in West Virginia because well, yeah. it looked fancy. Yeah. And I'd mix it with ginger ale. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my gateway was whiskey ginger ale. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I had the extra 40 bucks to spend on a Blanton's back in the day mm-hmm. versus my Canadian club for seven bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I would splurge. Mm-hmm. So it's funny how we very rarely do you just get somebody to come in. I feel like that's happening more and more often. People are just trying a neat pour of whiskey and they're like, fuck yeah, I'm hooked. But like I feel like because it's popular now, right? This yes, is definitely that, that's a where I was going to say yes. Thing. So I feel like people are more accepting and willing to try. Then there's my brother who consistently makes fun of me. Oh, look at this! Oh, I'm nosing a whiskey. Oh, oh yeah, my brother Ooh. sends me all that. <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. he started getting it. He's like, <laughs> "Fuck, I'm done making fun of you." <laughs> well, now he sees so like the bogger shares. So mm-hmm. he sees like me making prime rib, and yeah, roasting yeah. suckling pigs, and all this stupid shit I'm doing for these bogger things. And he's like, well, how can we never get invited? I said, mm, you can start drinking whiskey. Well, you can drink peated whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> shit, my sister jumped on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Marla and Derek, my brother-in-law, too. They were there on Sunday. I got yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. tried to crash the, the barrel pick at they Liberty did. Pool. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Which they did because uh, Kevin brought us uh, yeah. all all the five samples yeah. out to like I the messing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, uh, but anyways, back to Yeah, back seven. to number seven. Yeah, like I said, there's just such a nice, almost like a, this is going to sound real weird, and I've, it's almost like a glazed, like that rich, sugary. Yeah, I got, well, as I said, this has a very sweetness note to it that, again, I don't know why people would. You know what this nose is? You got to search for it. If you're into Pete, you'll get it. This is a maple bacon donut. Oh, see. See? It's 100% what that is. It's 100% mm-hmm, what it is. Mm-hmm. And if some of the bourbon people would just expand their horizons slightly, they'd find it too. You yes. know what I mean? So. I got to tell you, Lisa, was it last year or the year before? She did five of these with yeah. me because Zach and I just could not connect sure. on dates. And she's not a whiskey fan, although she will drink like an old fashioned or something, you know. Uh, and the the two that she ended up liking yeah. were both like scotches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's interesting. So, like, this is a good example of some legs that really stick around. They're not budging. Right. So this is... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Ooh. this is this is 100% Ardbeg. It got that feel to 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. So, of the big three in Isla, and what I call the big three, 
Um, there, there's conjecture on whatever you want. I yeah. say there's Berglotti, there's Lafroig, there's Ardbeg. Okay. Lafroig is that very traditional medicinal. Everybody's going to say iodine and band aids. Mm-hmm. Berglotti's super bright, fresh, um, in your face, but with this just smoky background that really wraps everything mm-hmm. together like a smoked fig. And then you have, although fig's a bad word, smoked, smoked peach is better. Okay. Fig leads into sherry. I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but then you have Ardbeg, which just, I will put my entire reputation, I'll shut the boggers down if this isn't an Ardbeg. <laughs> um, they tend to lean more into that savory, barbecue, earthy, really rich peat mm-hmm. to the point where they had a special release barrel. They buried the barrel in a peat bog and then they sold it for like some sort of ethereum coin and so it was a three thousand dollar bottle so it was unobtainable jesus (laughs) Jesus. yeah i don't know how burying something in the dirt and then uh crypto plays together but Mm -hmm. yeah so but yeah i mean the palette it's just got that the the smoke just kind of wraps your whole palate, you know, your whole mouth up. But then as you search and it, it evolves across your tongue, you're getting those rich, like uh, almost like savory pork shoulder notes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That bacon that I was getting on the nose kind of is muted a little. There's not as much salinity on this one. For me, at least, and again, my palate's super accustomed to peat. There's well, a little yeah. bit of spice on this. Like, this it, is probably... If I'm going to have somebody blind review, you, you notice I'm about to just, like, shut my mic off. Like, All right, bye. <laughs> well, I'm sure this something... This is the Brian this, Paul show now. I'm sure something in this is impeded, right? And I just never shut up. Well, I'm not right. as bad as Rich and uh, Alex, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, what are your no. thoughts? <laughs> John, come on. So I, the first thing I noticed with that is um, almost there was a heat factor to it, where like a like like a hot sauce, mm-hmm. like Tabasco sauce, like yeah. that type of like hot pepper mm-hmm. note to it, which was really interesting to me. I haven't really got that outside of t- like actually drinking, like you know what Dicko Tabasco, Dicko Tabasco, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and um, and so that was an interesting um, piece to it. Uh, I could see that. It presents a little bit as a cayenne to me. I'm not a big hot sauce guy, so right? I have that yeah, so something like but, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't. There's nothing about this I don't like. So. No, no. This <laughs> is right, so this me, is Haas. Let me let me uh, let me put uh, let, me, let me hold on. Let me just write this because I'm writing that as well. <laughs> so, do you wanna do you wanna take a gamble on which art bag this is? Mm. Well, it's not Oogie or Corey because there's no finish on it. That's definitely mm-hmm. a bourbon barrel based on the Keller. So that of the core lineup, it's not Bizarre Barbecue. That's their latest special edition. Right. Mm. With even with all this barbecue notes you're talking about, I had that at a shed. That's not yeah. what this is because no. that had a whole. Other, oh, that yeah. is that is Bizarre Barbecue. I thought it was going to be the biggest gimmick in the world, but that is genuinely they fucking nailed it. Yeah, that is. Roasted, you know, mm-hmm. that is uh, Kansas City style barbecue mm-hmm. in a glass, which mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of actually. But in a whiskey, it works great. Um, it pretty much leaves the 10, I know, uh, and uh, shit, what's the one? We Beastie. I mean, unless mm-hmm. Aaron threw in, there's another young Ardbeg called Ardbeg 8 for discussion. It's not super expensive, but it's kind of hard to get in the States. So I don't think it would be that. I don't, think, I don't it's, think it's a 10. I don't think it's 10 because of 
This is amped up. I think this is close to cash strength. So this isn't a 10 because I would always recognize a 10 yeah. from past experience, yeah. from our first advent counter, right? Yep. Um, because I know Zach's palate. I know he wouldn't have had an issue with that back then. Now he definitely would love that. But, you know, he, he's coming around. We're That's getting it. Him, you That's know what it. I mean? Yeah, so. I just got to show up with the Octomores one night. Yeah. Okay, um, so I'm a Haas. You're a Haas. What's the proof? I, so I'm leaning, I don't remember what Noah's proof is. I don't remember what Wee Beastie's proof is. I want to say Wee Beastie is 100 plus, but Enola might be 100 plus, 100 plus as well. So I'm, I'll say 110. That's what I was Complete just writing, guess. 110, yeah. Um, and then it's a flip of a coin between, I don't tend to like Enola that much. Mm-hmm. One time I did pick it like second or third in a blind of the budgets jacob edward and i did one time but uh man it's literally a flip of the coin it's either <laughs> no or it's we beastie um i think i on recollection i think i like we beastie better so yeah. i'll just say it's we beastie. i did enjoy that one whenever someone brought that one to his share um yeah. i wrote down 110 110 110 to 115 is like my sweet spot. Sweet spot. And if I really enjoy a proof and a finish, that's usually kind of where I go. Um, but uh, I know I'm, but scotches throw me off because I know it's all <laughs> like kind of, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> can't tell you how many Octomores that are 60 plus ABV because they're five year old whiskeys mm-hmm. that drink like they're, you know, watered down. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What do we want? Number eight. Well, you never gave us your guess. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, this is definitely a scotch. Yeah, it's, it's got the peatiness. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, uh, I'm not as oh. up with Ardbeg offerings as you are, but there's definitely is a familiarity to it um, that I would agree with. I don't know if I'd pick it. Like, if you weren't here, I don't know if I'd pick Ardbeg, but I would say <laughs> that's a really good scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Moving on to number eight. Mm-hmm. Good legs, nice color. Yeah, like I said, we're kind of getting darker as we're going along these Yeah, five. that's what you were saying. Nine and ten, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Ten is definitely the darkest. Mm-hmm. wonder if that was by design. By I mean, he had to... Re- I mean, <laughs> I don't want to, like, say I'm that important, but, like, no one else really does it in fives like that's we do. That's fair. So. That's fair. <laughs> if he did, I'm very flattered, but I don't think we're that important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, man. Hmm. That nose is very sweet, mm-hmm. very floral, very light though at the same time. Um, well, it's hard after you had. That's fair. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you definitely need to cleanse your palate. Yeah. But even on the nose, there's almost like a, a melon, maybe a honeydew mm. cantaloupe type of thing going on. Definitely acetone, ethanol burn on the nose on this one, but it's not leaning in sure. to where number one or number six, I should say, yeah. uh, ran that effervescence white grape. Mm-hmm. This is just regular old. This almost this almost nose is slightly like a Texas whiskey for me with the heat jumping out of the glass. I've only had one that I've enjoyed, so. Texas whiskey? And this, is, and this isn't it, so. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I can't get a, a feel for the grain. I don't know if this is a finish, and I'm just getting a little lot of sweetness from the finish. Mm-hmm. But I can't get <sighs> corn or malt or rye or anything on the nose. 
It's just kind of like sweet and hot. A little bit of melon. What the fuck is that? <laughs> There's a whole lot of shit happening. Yeah, that finish dies, though. It does, but like I get, I, I got three different flavor profiles on that. From so front to back. I'm getting something smoky, but not in a good way. And I love peat. I don't think this is traditional peat. There's something on the back that like it may not. I don't know if it's peat, but it definitely is like like a. I don't think mesquite because I'm not getting like tire fire. No, 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 no. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think the smoke's probably the best part of this dram, and it's not that good. And it's in the back, yeah, too. yeah. Which is um, why I was like, "Am I tasting?" Because like, yeah, three different things happen. Yeah, it's like it. I'll give it that. This this dram evolves as it passes over your tongue, but you really need to think quick because <laughs> it goes fast. I know. That's why I'm like, shit. Um, yeah. So God, I'm, there's a weird like. Like raw, this is just sounding real fucking weird. Raw vegetable note in the middle. Yes. I don't want to say raw. And this is going to be. It's almost like uh, when you prep vegetables and you have like carrot tops and the yeah, butts yes, of onions, exactly, and celery, the tops of the celery greens. It's like that, and it sat out in your trash for like six <laughs> hours. I know I'm getting into the weeds, but like. Yeah, because it's not quite just a raw vegetable. Like no, raw but carrot's it's got sweet, that, yeah. you know? So, so, but it's not definitely, like, uh, putrid by yeah. any means. But, no, um, yeah, this is... Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. I would not... I mean, I can just summarize real quick. I think it's a Texas whiskey. I think it's probably... Man, this could be one of those ones that's deceiving on the proof. I want to say this is cash strength. Like, like 120. But I don't think it is at the same time because the palate just goes so quick. Well, that's the thing, right? But is the ethanol evaporating so fast? So. The 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 palate goes through quick. The smoke sits at the back, but yeah. I'm not getting anything down here, like any yeah. sort of hug. So, like that's a really good point. It could be I like think a it's definitely proof whiskey. Man, I, yeah, I probably would go a hundred. All right, I'll go nine. Or it's just a you young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the youngness has thrown me off, too. Yeah. Or, like I said, somehow... Like, I almost want to take the gamble and say cash strength. But to your point, there's yeah. nothing cask strength about this. That or we're just even too we used just, to it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> even though we just talked about, you know, 60 ABV scotches <laughs> drinking like water. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it could just be our own issue. So, uh, fuck it. I'll say 120 just for shits and giggles to make things interesting. It gives us a little bit of a spread. Plus, you got to be right on one thing tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then. I'm not no. as familiar with Texas as you are. But the I only do reason think I'm familiar, this. Yeah, I don't own any of it. I do feel like this has like an ASM feel to it. Mm. Like maybe that's why we're getting all these weird fucking notes because. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's not a bad. That's I would say. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'll say Texas ASM. Because like, that like that's usually what I get when I when I do try ASMs. Yeah. It's very like complex. Yeah. Not complex, but like ever changing. <laughs> this might be like an unmalted barley situation. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I do not. If this is a scotch, then mm. I didn't get. A- I mean, sorry. other than the smokiness, I did not. That's get... it. I want to say this is like a, a, a peated Texas ASM. So is this like a Balcones peated uh, ASM? 
I know. Or, or is it like a uh, that but finished in a? Do any of them finish in, in yes, Scotch I was, barrels? I was Balconis. I know for a fact, and I've tried it, and it's tolerable. They have a peated ASM finish in Sauternus, so super super sweet wine, right? Mm-hmm. This is I don't. If there's a finish here, it's it's a second or third refill barrel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, don't, I don't. Or t- is that just the keller from the climate? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't touch Balconis anymore. Not after. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that's uh, a peated ASM Texas from. Um, Oh God! What the hell is the one Aaron cursed us with? Uh, Any of them, literally? Oh, the mesquite <laughs> like tire fire. Oh, brimstone! Like. Yes, <laughs> uh, that's that is where if you ever heard us or Aaron make the joke about sweaty butt scooters. Sorry, I'll wait until you're done drinking water. Uh, like sorry, no you know, like the blue fucking scooters we used to have in like yeah. gym class and like elementary, like. I tried that, and I said, that smells like the locker room at my elementary school where they used to keep those things. <laughs> and, like, I licked it after, like, a whole day of, like, being used. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, brimstone. <laughs> brimstone's, that is, is it scrub oak smoked? Or yeah. Is it, yeah, that's what I thought. It's either, I, I think it is scrub oak, yeah. Because it's a, that's, that's where it was just like, I was like, what the fuck? The only person I've ever known who's like, oh, I love that. Or I shouldn't say love it. I know he's on record as saying he enjoys it. He's Dave Coopy in PWF. Uh, Dave's got a weird palate. Well, I mean, apparently he's a masochist. So <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of, you know? Oh, I know God. he has yet to make it to a single bogger share, even though he's one of our OG 50. Yeah, I'm calling him out mm-hmm. in public. I feel like of. I haven't seen Dave in a while either. Hey, his dates nights are on Saturday. He says, oh. <laughs> "I said we'll bring him to a bogger share." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. I gotta, I gotta drag my brother Tomas. So you, yes, met, I gotta drag him in one of those. With no, me. for sure. Our yeah. next one, you know, obviously joint venture with PWF is. Well, I mean, what technically is it? Right, we were born out of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not. I don't. I mean, is there any? Yeah. I mean, when I go, I see a lot of overlap from like. Yeah, Our, you know the oh, yeah. So, is there any? Well, we are in Pittsburgh. Well, that's true. So, <laughs> but I mean, like, is there any? Like, do you know of any people that are in Boggers that? Yes. Are like, oh yeah, okay. we probably have seventy-five to hundred members that are non-PWF. Oh, okay, cool. And then well, that's cool. I know for a fact from going to PWF shares and going to the Boggers shares over the last year, there's probably there's probably a dozen or so folks who don't go to Bogger stuff or who don't go to PWS stuff who just come to the Bogger stuff, mm. which is kind of cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It expands everybody's horizon. Well, that's so. the thing too, is that you are, t- and while there are, is for sure overlap, I'm definitely one sure. of them, right? And, and uh, you're still reaching a different demographic in a way. Well, yeah, I mean, Bogger's United, right? Like mm-hmm. we would love to be all over the globe. That's mm-hmm. our grand mm-hmm. ambition. <laughs> Sourcing barrels left and right, putting out four <laughs> single casks a month. I know. I see some of these other like podcasts, like uh, one of the ones, uh, he's actually out of Ohio, um, Whiskey Noobs. Have you heard of him? No. Uh, he's mostly, I mean, he has a podcast, but he does sure. a lot of TikTok stuff. Okay. And um, Yeah, I'm not on the TikToks. And him, well, reels, but uh um, him and that one dude Ryan mm. just did a barrel of something, and I'm like, man, fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My what? issue is, it's just trying to get a barrel to the states, man. Oh, you know, man. Scotch is a logistical nightmare. We actually sampled two barrels 
almost partnered up with a independent bottler over there. Mm-hmm. And it would have been great because the way it would have worked was like we could pre-sale a lot of it, you know, gotcha. I mean, if not all of it. Mm-hmm. Like we could launch it six months before we bottle. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was a very PWF business model, but they handled everything, shipping, bottling, labeling. But uh, neither barrel was really up to our standards. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think it was bad. They were Kalilas, but they had some funky finishes. And we all love Kalila in the group, and it just it didn't work out, and it's fine. But uh, well, you don't want to force it, correct? Yeah. And then if nobody buys it and pre-orders, we were on the hook for twenty five grand. That so, too. <laughs> and we'd have and we'd have two hundred bottles of whiskey that we have to drink for the next like thirty fucking years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't. I only drink socially. I never sit down at Same. home and have a pour. So for me to get through all those bottles, well, shit, I might as well, you know, just die because mm-hmm. i'm never gonna there's gonna be a hundred left over by the time mm-hmm. I get through them all. yeah so but yeah uh no our next share is gonna be on oh this january 27th or 24th i can't remember off the top of my head that's gonna be burns night celebration oh uh, yes yes oh yeah because it's gonna be somewhere it's at the fire the union hall pittsburgh union, yeah, okay. firefighters union hall uh, same place we have all our shares. Yeah, 27th, uh, 24th is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So that'll be January 27th. And then we're going to have a share in April that's just a general bogger share. That'll mm-hmm. be in the South Hills. We found a secondary location thanks to Marlon Derrick. They bought a new home and they have a nice clubhouse in the community. Oh, nice. So we're going to have some shares there to kind of spread it around. It's a little bit of a weird layout, two story type of thing. So mm-hmm. we're not going to have our big events there. So our three big events every year are Burns Night. Feshile, and then the holiday party. Yeah. We're going to always do those at the fire hall because if, if, if God forbid 250 people show up, we can handle it. Yeah. Um, so that'll be January, then April. The fest is in June. Uh, we'll do an August just general share, mm-hmm. and then the holiday party in November again. Yeah. So we've got a nice schedule this I haven't year. Been to a, oh God, I haven't been to a Burns night at Aaron's in quite some time. Yeah. I don't know if that was the... It wasn't the first one he did, I think, that I went to, but definitely was like I was still like we just started the show. So it was like the, like 2019, oh, yeah, yeah. 2018, probably. Very newbie. Yeah. It would have been 2019 then. Yeah. So the cookie um, table would have been the second thing you filmed at Aaron's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that was the last year. I, I had no. Like I had like no scotches <laughs> except my Game of Thrones one. That is the only, that is what I brought because that's the only thing I had at that point. <laughs> and uh, couldn't even find it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Too much bourbon. yeah. And uh, I uh, that was that was all I had. So I was like, oh, I guess this is what I got to bring. Like you know. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, the open Game of Thrones is great. So is the lag. Mm-hmm. They're both great pours. What do I? I have. The, I can't remember which one that is. It's the Targaryen house. I don't. I don't recall. Car. Cardu. Yeah, Cardu. Okay, I'm. I uh, grabbed that one towards the end of when they were yeah releasing them. So I grabbed it because I saw it. Like I hadn't seen it in a while, and I just saw one, and yeah. I was like, "Well, I want that one." It was like forty <laughs> bucks, and I was like, "That's my like perfect pull." Yeah, pull the trigger yeah. price. So I was like, "Fuck it, all right, I'll get it." <laughs> you know? No, yeah, yeah. I think that was the last year Aaron would have done Burns Night at his house in person. That I'm aware of. I, I Maybe mm-hmm. I'm mistaken, because then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then I think he did a virtual share in 20 and 21. Mm-hmm. And then 22 was last year, was with the Boggers. That was our mm-hmm. inaugural share mm-hmm. outside of my farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it got yeah. to the point. I had a share in 21. Towards the end of 21, it was maybe 
October, December, October, November, December, a time frame somewhere in there. There was like 25 people in my house. I was like, mm, it's time. It's done. We're, we've outgrown this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're, we're having formal shares yeah, now. Yeah. We got to find a spot. And, uh, we talked to Aaron about co-hosting Burns Night in 22 mm-hmm. last year. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Rich had the fire hall. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out good. Yeah. So anyways, on the anyways, number, number seven, nine, nine. Two, I'm two behind you. <laughs> oh, that is not. That is something different. Yeah, I, I had sniffed it prior to us getting that that tangent, and I was like, mm. you know what? This actually reminds me of. Have you had the grapes of wrath yet from Liberty Pool? Which one was that? The latest single barrel rye they just put out. Right of the triple one? release in November. I had. I sh- I tried two of them, and I don't remember which two. Yeah, they the rye high, went first, correct? High rye bourbon went first. That one. So maybe I did have this. That flew out the door. Maybe I did have this. Potatoes love their bourbon. And then the grapes of rye sold out. And I think I think maybe the following day is when the peated rye sold mm-hmm. out. Um, but I'm just this is big Concord grape right on the nose, you know. I could totally see them putting this putting one of their offerings. Yeah. They usually do. There's always some sort of well, oh, especially yeah. with them doing the, the holiday release, exactly. the three barrel holiday release. Super light on the legs. Yeah, man, this is super grapey. Mm-hmm. That's like the dominating note. I can't tell. I'm not getting anything that pushes towards bourbon or malt. There's a, oh, there's like a bright sweetness on that. Almost like a like a lemon curd, limoncello maybe. Mm. Citrusy sweetness. Candy. I, def- candy I definitely think there's like like Different levels to sweetness, as we we're yeah. saying. Like, there's that like white grape, yeah. Right there's like the typical like citrusy like orange peel, you know. Yeah, and that yeah, or like a like a dark cherry. <laughs> like it's like a whole other like, you know. Yeah, like I'm getting this just like it's Concord Welch's Concord grapes, but then also there is this layer of candied, <sighs> candied something. Definitely could so, have a Liberty Pole esque like note. Like, yeah, that's what it. I'm saying. Like, I instantly transported to mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago for mm-hmm. that holiday release <clears throat> at the distillery because mm-hmm. that's what st- I'm the Pete guy, and that is what stood out to me mm-hmm. was the grapes of rye. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Liberty Pole single barrel ryes are the best thing in their portfolio, though. Even though I'm the Pete guy. Just the regular old single um, barrel rise. Pecan pie will live in infamy. Oh, as far yeah, as yeah. The I'll sing- never oh let my God. it die. <laughs> Dude, that is like highly sought after. Where is it? I don't have that one. You jerk. I know. I it, Surprisingly, I actually don't, but I actually like... I, I know Kevin asked for a lot of inputs yeah. before they released it, yep. but I remember I was there the one time and he's like, hey, you want to try try this for me? And, yeah. and he had it labeled like pecan, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like... Dude, this is really. I mean, I'm not a pecan pie like fan. No, I hate. But I can understand pie. where you can get that. So good. And I was like, "That's this fucking bomb, dude." He's like, and "That's when they were like starting to like they knew they wanted to have a consistent single, single barrel, barrel offering." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just afraid we're going to put out a bad one." I was like, "Dude, your base is strong enough that even if you did, they'll still come back for the next one." And I was like, "And this isn't a bad one, so I don't know what to fucking wait for." It. And then like a month later, they released it. So I don't oh, know yeah, if like I sure. was the deciding factor, but oh, like you 100%. know, percent <laughs> it was all John. John Rose Liberty pulled a success, pulled them up by their own bootstraps. Um, yeah, yeah, pecan pie will live mm-hmm. in infamy. I I happen to have barrel or bottle number sixty nine. Oh, nice. Yes. And I do know where there's two. 
Actually, I know where there's three. One's in the PWF raffle this year. It is. Which I might donate a thousand dollars just to win it. Um, <laughs> the next is. Well, the next two are, are in private collections. Mm-hmm. One gentleman I've been bugging for a year. I don't care what it takes. Trade me for it. And if he's listening, he should just trade me for it. Because I have another special edition Liberty Pool that he prefers over it. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the hell he's waiting for. Swap. Um, I'm trying. So the problem with my, and I have to redo my whole shelving yeah. in here, is the problem with that crate is now with their new bottles, they're too, too tall, tall for that. So they're yeah. all like, they're like everywhere Congested because just, I just yeah. ran out of room for everything. But, no, I'm uh, in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to have anything not within enclosed glass. So I have like this old mm-hmm. buffet. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I have like 45 different Octomores. Oh, yeah. I can't put any of them out in public. They got to sit in the box in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rules yeah that's what i said i was like i want to i said i'm going to keep the crates but i need to do a better shelving so i can fit more because i have a lot of tall bottles yeah. you know what i mean even like those bottom two shelves are too short sure you know for some of those tall bottles so i was like yeah. i just need to do something else and she says no you just need to stop buying and start drinking i was like well that too but <laughs> no <laughs> no no like the start drinking part like yes yeah, I get but i'm i'm with you i'm not a, i'm a social drinker are so you like, leading me down the route of alcoholism is that <laughs> is that what you want <laughs> oh goodness mm-hmm. yeah so candied we'll say candied blood oranges that's exotic so it sounds good candied blood oranges concord grapes and it actually is kind of blood orangey <laughs> and um, then palette though mm-hmm Oh, mm-hmm. that's rye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I would not. This this would not be surprised if this is the grapes or rye. I'm just gonna. I'll put my thing in now. I'm because I think grapes or rye is 112 proof. I'm gonna say 112 proof Liberty Pool Spirits, and this is a Haas because I actually own this bottle, so I am probably way off on that. Other, than I the think because you rye. put it in my head, like, I'm. I don't know if I'm actually tasting like very much like Liberty Pole. I feel like has certain, just like every other main sure. distillery, has certain characteristics that yep. just flow with all of their, no matter what their offerings. Yep. And I'm getting that, but I don't know if I'm getting that because you put it in my head. <laughs> I can be persuasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I don't hate that. I'm gonna I double love, down on it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just going to mark us both at the Haas. And uh, <laughs> this, I think, of the four that we have had so far, this definitely has the highest proof. I don't know. I'd have to put it up against that Ard bag for the proof. Well, I guess the way I determine. Interpret proof, yeah. Yeah. That is real fucking good. Yeah, killer legs, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, very Liberty Pooly. It has those rich rye spices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got that clove. It's got that star anise. Mm-hmm. No cinnamon, which is a great attribute to their rye. Um, I don't mind a ton of cinnamon. I don't hate it as much as others. Um, and then just with the nose, it really pushes me down that path. So, Yeah, there's like a, almost like a yeah, I, I dark, think I, caramely brown sugar thing going on, too. I'm trying to remember. So, like, I was there that night because I ran into you that night. And um, Todd had me try two of them. Yeah. 
I think I tried both, but I, I don't So that remember. would have been the only two I think that were left. I think they yeah, were oh, not as samples of High Rock. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was there at two. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and um, I don't, I don't, if I did try it, I was probably just so. Two like, in the weeds. Yeah. It's just, it was a lot more people than I expected when I walked in. Not that I should have been shocked, but. Um, so I was like, kind of like already like on a heightened like, okay, what am I gonna do? Like, I saw you over there. I was like, okay, cool. Like, if anything, I can go chill with Brian. And I didn't even see like the other guys. So I just saw like you, yeah. and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go over here, talk to Todd for a bit, and yeah. then uh, at least have Brian. And you know, had no idea Aaron was sitting upstairs, well, fucking the, pouring out dusties. The, yeah, great background story to that. This place is fucking packed, standing room only. It's Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, Brink- biggest drinking holiday of mm-hmm. the year. And it's like, Ellen, hey, you know, we got a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Myself, Rich, a, a lot of PWF, mm-hmm. a lot of the boggers. Do you want us to sequester ourselves in that, you know, just that terrible place of the founder's room? You yeah, know, exactly. And sit on yeah. those big comfy couches and all that stuff. Brand new fucking table. <laughs> and she didn't mention it, but all she said was, well, Jim's in a private tasting right now. And I'm thinking, oh, this is like, like the real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's somebody up there potentially trying single barrels, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. big client, somebody right. you know, to engage with. Because there's not many times where I've gone there and Ellen's like, don't no. go up there. Correct. Normally she's yeah. like, oh, you're not up there already? Yeah, you know, no, like, please go because yeah. we need we need consumers to sit down here. They're actually yeah, going to yeah. pay for their booze instead of you schmucks <laughs> bringing all your shit in for free to drink. Yeah. I will say we were drinking for four hours before yeah. that. But it came to a certain point where there was literally just nobody could walk. Everybody yeah. was just locked. In. Mm-hmm. It was great because Ellen's like, I don't care who's drinking up there, go up there. And then we walk up, it's Aaron, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, okay. Pouring fucking mini dusties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, all right, we can mm-hmm. enjoy ourselves mm-hmm. then. So. I know when I walked in, like when it, I saw it was all you guys, and I yeah. was Casey there the whole time? Or did he just get there like right around when he I sat down? He got there shortly after I did. I think, I, let's say, you know, I don't remember the timeline exactly, uh-huh. but if he, I got there at two, he got there at three. Okay, so he was there. So I, I think I was just like one of those like anxiety blinders. I was like, <laughs> I found someone that I knew, and well, I was like, you've all right. met us downstairs, right? Yes. So at that point in time, yeah, like we had two tables right next to each other, mm-hmm. Casey and his band of merry men and mm-hmm. Amy's, and uh, then we had me, myself, Rich. Uh, I can't remember who else was yeah. there. Anyways, yeah. but, you know, so there was several of Rich, us. Rich was the only one I, the other one that I was like, oh, okay. I know. Like, yeah. The other two guys, I'm blanking, but I don't think I, I knew can't, I'm blanking were. too, yeah. and it's going to drive me nuts because uh, Harold, he's always at the Bogger Shares. Mm. I can't think of his last name, though. Mm. So... Anyways, and then the other guy I just met for the first time, and I'm so bad at names. Oh, me it's too. It's not dude. even fair. <laughs> I, yeah, we go to these things, and I'm just like, I think I met you. Like, there's a bunch of guys, like, I talk with, this is going to sound bad if they listen to this show, but, like, <laughs> when I go to, like, the PWF shares, like, I know faces. Yeah. And I'll go over and be like, hey, what's up? You know, whatever, yeah. you know. And and it's easy to spot me out, because I usually have the get up on, because, sure. like, no one, because of me yeah. using the show as my main, like, yeah point of contact your entire group. personality we yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so i have to wear something like yeah. oh that, that's that guy yeah. you know and uh, so I, i've had conversations with so many people couldn't tell you their fucking name no i don't remember i get it, <laughs> I get it. i'm always all bogged <laughs> yeah. out so if somebody yeah. wants something bog related they mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. seek me out especially mm-hmm. a pwf stuff mm-hmm. but it's like, well, like i did with my brother <laughs> yeah yeah it's like hey guys Sorry, I'll remember you if you come to enough events, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just post more in the boggers, and you'll mm-hmm, get remembered. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but, uh, 
But yeah, we yeah. actually uh, we had representation at the Bastards Ball for the Magnificent Bastards. Who are those YouTube whiskey guys? Oh shit, the big Rex and Daniel whiskey oh, ball guys. Yeah, whiskey. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. So member of ours in Texas went to the Bastards Ball, and I sent him all those. Oh, bo- nice. As we call it, bog gear, bog gear. Get it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah. that. I love that. <laughs> So I sent him a bunch of stuff, and, nice. and he wore it down there. So that oh, was that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, and what, in small world, there's a guy from, like, Scotland who ran into him who's in the boggers, too. Mm-hmm. There's a couple There's a uh, couple different, like, Scotland-based whiskey groups follow yep. the show on, on Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I get, like, oh, so-and-so followed you, and I'm like, is this a bot? And I was like, oh, no, that's fucking, that's a real, you know. There's a guy, Whiskey Fi, I think his name is. I'm not sure. Uh, on Instagram, but he's out of Australia. I don't do a lot of in, uh, Instagram. That's my issue. All I, my he was one of our first followers. Yeah. So that's how I'm. I like, and he commented on a couple things. Mm. So like, that's how I remember. Yeah. he's like from Australia. Made that or initial like, impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, ten, the darkest of the batch. Yeah, this is uh, this is almost has that soapy cilantro-y, like rye nose, like literally soap. Mm-hmm. Did we just get two back to back ryes? <laughs> Probably. What if it's back to back LP rye? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they'd spread out Liberty yeah. Pool, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, I get that soapiness. I there's a bubble gum too. Yeah, because there's like a teeny sweetness, but nothing like super like fruity sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is like. Uh... I'm pulling back off the soapiness now. Now that I said bubble gum, and when I say bubble gum, I'm thinking like. Bubble, uh, big league chew, like the, uh, the powdery, like yeah, the yeah. chalky. Fr- mm-hmm. uh, remember the bubble tape, yep. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like classic pink bubble gum. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's coming off the nose big time now. It's funny how you'll think you have one thing. That's mm-hmm. that's another reason I love to drink socially. So, like, if I sit here and try and evaluate it, I question myself too much. But, like, when you start bouncing ideas yeah. off of oh, oh, three or four much people, mm-hmm. yeah, you could sit here. I think that's how you expand what you know, too, because, yep. like. There's certain notes that like I've never picked up, but like other people have picked it, and I was like, "Oh, is that?" So then yeah. I then I like memory tag that note. Yeah, like and, you son know. of a bitch, it's, mm-hmm. there it is. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I even said like you know, uh, even when you're starting out, like fucking look up the tasting notes. Yeah, who cares? Like you don't know. Get there familiar. is nowhere that says you have to figure it all out your fucking self. Yeah. Look up the taste. I mean, we did it when we first started. I had. Breaking bourbon, yeah. and then usually like the actual site of whatever yeah. we were trying to compare mm-hmm. those notes and everything. But um, that's how you, that's how you you know unless you're like a massive foodie, yeah, you or know, or coming from the beer world or the wine world, yeah. where a lot already of people have a refined were doing this. Yeah. exactly like me. I just came in and started drinking whiskey, and I remember kind of one of my aha moments when I finally had a whiskey where I was like, "Son of a bitch, that's a real note." Was Gentleman Jack. Of all okay. things, there was, and it's funny to look back on now. This mm-hmm. was seven something years ago. Probably, even, actually, I know for a fact it would have been longer than that. Probably eight or nine years ago, because I started dabbling in Pete five years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but yeah, I got a banana note on a Jack Daniel's product. Go Ooh, figure. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was distinctly like banana creme brulee, or maybe it was banana runs. So I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was a form of banana, and it's like. I love when people say Jack Daniels is bananas, and I'm like, 
yeah, that's kind of what really, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. got me outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like that was my first ever note I picked up on in a whiskey. Yeah. So I do love when you, when you have that, even if you've been doing it for a while, but then you finally like find a note that like mm-hmm. you've heard other people say it. And like, I've never like, so I said, there's only one Texas whiskey that I actually enjoy <laughs> and it's yeah. TX. Everybody keeps telling me that I've yeah. had one or two. I, I enjoy their blended. I mean, sure. for what it is. Like, yeah. you, I'm not saying this is like the best whiskey. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It is what it is. But I get a yeah. toasted marshmallow note, like a oh, fresh nice. off yeah. the fire toasted mm-hmm. marshmallow note on that that I've never gotten anywhere else. Yeah. And I and love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's mm-hmm. a small pool to be the big fish in down right. there. Right. Oh, like yeah. the best Texas whiskey is like being the skinniest kid at Fat Camp. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Good legs, good color. This is a nice honey, honey gold. Classic rye spice is what's jumping out at the glass. I got the rye spice. I got, we we talked white pepper before. I'm getting the other kind of pepper on this. But there still is like a sweetness factor on it. Mm-hmm. That. That's what I'm trying to pick up. It's almost like that... Uh, It's almost like that bubblegum's carrying through, like mm-hmm. that dusty sugar, that light sweetness mm-hmm. is carrying through to this palate. Or like the the Yeah. There's a touch of bitterness. I don't know if that's barrel or if it's pepper. Mm. Like or if you ever bite into it. I get that. I mean, I get like a dryness on the end, so Oh, that's that what it is. That could help. That could it's that could definitely, definitely lead towards a bitter. Yep. So that would lead me to bleed tannins, you know what I mean? Typically, a, the drier the whiskey for me, the more barrel influence. So that's a good that's a good mental note. Yeah, you know what's funny though? I've been doing this for five years. I still learn shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for I, and that may not be true. I could be completely fucking mm-hmm. wrong. I'm almost, but for me, when I get something that's dry, and I still don't understand the concept of dry whiskey, dry wine. Exactly, <laughs> it's a fucking liquid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, like, when I get something that actually, like, my palate feels dusted, you know what I mean, chalky, mm-hmm. that tends to be something that has a lot of barrel influence. But rye is such an aggressive... Like, if this was probably a bourbon or a single malt, it would probably just be all tannin. But since rye is so aggressive... I, I Yeah, I'm, and I, I got that after a couple sips that kind of, like, coated the top of yeah. my palate there a little bit. Um, but you're right, yeah, rye is such a strong... Mm-hmm. That it does hide those a little bit more yeah. than, than you typically would. But hmm. I will say this, and going back to the last rye, because we definitely just ended with two ryes, which mm-hmm. couldn't mm-hmm. ask for a better flight for me. For me, it's right. scotch, and then it's rye, yeah. and then Irish. So and I'm then, glad uh, I didn't do this set with, oh, yeah. with uh, Zach is, earlier this week. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is fucking beautiful. I don't know what this terrible thing, Texas thing in the middle is. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, what's in it, neither one of these I can say for... I won't say for a fact. With a good hunch, I don't think either one of these are Kentucky rice. They're not sweet enough. Not near sweet enough. Mm. Like, this is some... Like, this is not a 51 rye, 49 corn mash bill on either. I say that. I'll be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What, you got to get that new moderator, Jim Wagand, on the show. Yeah. Newly announced. Which is fun. Aaron, Aaron announced that album, and I immediately went, wait, he wasn't one already? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh, 
And then I'm looking at the like all the people he's tagging, and I, I, know I made this uh, snide comment. I said, oh, there's going to be more mods in PWF than there are in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Goodness. Um. But, yeah. Uh, hmm. Proof. This has good proof. I think this is right in the middle of the pack. This is 95 to 105. I agree with A little light. Yeah. I'll say I'll say 95. I'll be on the low end of that. Okay. Um, as far as a guess of like what it is or anything, no clue. I agree that it's a rye, but that's it's rye. It stops. <laughs> I don't think it's a Kentucky rye. If it is a Kentucky distillery, they're doing a very rye forward mash mm-hmm. bill. So, um, are we going to rank these like in our order of preference? Is that something you've done? We yet, can do. Or? Yeah. So the last one I just said, what was what was your top pick? But we could definitely okay. do a, a ranking. Uh, what's your rating on on this last one in number ten? Mm. Since I'm a rye guy and I've been trying to expand my rise, uh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. It's blind. I'll pick it up. Sure, it'll mm-hmm. go to the house. Um, I said downtown just because of that. See, I think you want to talk about overthinking. I think about it too much. I'm like, I never drink when I'm out, so I don't <laughs> buy any. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy That's, anything in yes. downtown. So, like, how do I even go to that category? But anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> What's yours? Oh. Um, no, I downtown. I don't. I mean, not that I don't like it. I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I again. I enjoy it, but it's not like one of those like fucking flavor bomb that I'm looking yeah. to have for me. That's fair. Yeah. Or an intro ish whiskey. Like I think this is probably like a, a good like medium. Yeah, like a run of the mill. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like for me that's downtown, like try it sure. for yourself. I'm not I wouldn't pass it up if it if I got it as a yeah. gift. Right. But um Mm. If it's I was not, at a whiskey, it's not checking the boxes. If for I was me. at a whiskey share and this was on the table, I'd I try. Oh, for yeah, sure. There we oh, go. For sure. Maybe I need to reframe my downtown for just whiskey shares. Maybe, right? they, yeah. Maybe we need to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because those I actually attend. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, we go out. If I go out, I'm like, mm, I have that. I have that. I have that. I have yeah. that. I have that. I don't want that. That's too fucking expensive. Yep. You know. Or I'm like pushing like, oh, you need to get some Liberty Pool on your shelves. But I'm like, but I won't fucking buy it when I'm out because I have it at the exactly, house. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Try being a Scotch guy. Oh. <laughs> You're drinking Ardbeg 10, Laphroaig 10, and that's pretty much about it. Mm-hmm. And then you're Glenn Fittix. <laughs> um, so we went to this Italian restaurant in Market Square. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the name. Um, but they do a house old-fashioned mm-hmm. that is made with, and I don't remember which Laphroaig, but it is Maker's Mark 10 and Laphroaig. Mm-hmm. Like split, yeah, and that's that's like the whiskey base, yeah, yeah, uh, like old fashioned. Mm-hmm. I got it the last time we were there, and I I I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it had the right balance of sweet and peat yeah. and you know whatever. I don't remember which. I think it just literally just said Lafroig on the thing. Probably Lafroig Select thirty five bucks yeah, a bottle. Like, yeah, but um, great in a cocktail. But I thought it was. It, I thought it was. I hadn't seen that out. Yeah. Normally, when a place has a house old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Well, first I use it. Okay, well, what's in it? Like you know, if they don't put it, like that one yeah. put it. You know, a lot yeah, of places yeah. just use knob. Yeah, which I don't hate, but um, but uh, if, if there was like a house old fashioned, like mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Let, let me let's let's see what yeah. you got. Kind Go of for thing. it. But, well, cool. All right, so yeah, let's do rank. 
Well, this is easy. Seven's right. seven's the clear winner. Uh, seven, nine, ten. Yeah, I think I'd go seven, nine, ten, six, six, eight. Mm-hmm. Put two rise in front of two peated whiskeys. Yeah, the world is gonna fucking burn. <laughs> um, hmm. definitely seven. I think hmm, that's tough between seven and nine. And that's not because we think it's Liberty Pole. I just really enjoy it. No, that was nine. a fantastic whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm overly biased. But I think I'm going to reverse it. I'm going to go 9 7, yep. just to be different. <laughs> I just got other notes on 8. Just I just made. got other notes on 8. I don't think I put them back in the wrong order. Why the hell like, did you go back to 8 for? That was the worst thing we've ever had. <laughs> what did I say? 9 7. 6. Between 6 and 10 was a little tough. I think I just like the more, more approachable, rounded. Profile of 10. That's what I'm, I'm literally just going to go the reverse of you. Nine, seven, six, ten, eight. <laughs> six, six is good, but it makes you think too much, which isn't always a good thing. Yeah. But, uh, all right, cool. Well, that's it for the blind tasting episode. So we will be back um, in the next episode, which usually will come out in a couple days after this one. Um, so I won't do our outro. I'll just say, see you later. See you.